0: This is Channel 253 Sports.
1: I'm having regret. In
0: 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trow in front of Jeldwin. They survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire. The Flounders B-Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve, and you're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast!
2: We just had a moment of silence for the, uh
0: the
3: dead episode, departure <laughs> of uh, for,
0: for the lost episode, dearly departed Portland episode. May rest
2: in peace. I don't know, not just a Portland
0: episode, uh, the the Orlando
2: episode, the uh, freaking LA episode, and and every team that we've played since then. But the Morgan Silence was for. <laughs> let's just say it was for Paul Allen, and not the end of our season.
3: Fair, <sighs> fair enough.
0: Because we probably missed that Paul Allen part too. Yeah, um, I'm worried about like the SETI program. I hope he has a huge endowment for the program um he had that he, had that, he funded a, a a kind of a replacement for the VLA uh city search not know a little what that teeny is. tiny the very large array so you know that um, a very in the new array? mexico desert you ever see the movie contact no okay uh you know who carl sagan is i've heard of him billions and billions of stars he never actually said that no okay okay great we're a little off topic now but yeah rest in peace paul allen let's uh let's roll and hopefully you shine your blessings upon us uh here in seattle all right that ended on a grim note okay all right i feel like a amateur news anchor now Look, we got the okay, amateur next. part right <laughs> welcome to the Flounders B team amateur hour oh all right so uh,
2: so what are we here for calm down this is the end of the season wrap up. It um, is. We wrote down some stuff ahead of time to try to figure out, you know, what uh what we want to talk about and
0: going forward, you know, what's this team gonna look like? Yeah, let's uh let's pop through the agenda real quick. Of course, this is put together by our good friend, Kevin Zamira.
4: Hello, and, hello oh, everybody
0: back in studio our good friend it's Nate from Tacoma we're gonna give him just a little bit of shade however uh, uh Nate's here because he's he's just got done with his own podcast
3: Nate uh, Nate does a podcast
0: yeah it oh. does it's called the nerd farmer podcast and I've he heard just of that. had on the show a young man by the name of you may have heard of him Steve Zakawani I know that guy so Steve Zakawani was in Tacoma hanging out with his friend Nate And uh, on a show talking about, you know, sports stuff and, you know, being all badass. And as far as I understand, uh, Nate just arrived here and... Um, no, it's just Nate. It's just Nate. It's just Nate. Steve yeah. Zakwani and his puffy jacket nope. are not here.
3: You know, We should talk about a crossover episode
0: here. or something, Nate. That would be great. Yeah. Be, I mean, what what you are a member you think? of the He's crossover? not in front of a mic, so he can't really stand up for himself No, he's right saying now. yes. He's saying yes. He's very he's, gently. He's fully committed oh, yeah. to a crossover His, yeah, his mouth says
2: it. no, but his eyes and his head <laughs> shake no as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, uh, love you, Nate. Glad you're here. Probably didn't even ask him, but that's fine. You know, I mean, you gotta you got a profile to maintain. You want to be we have know, seen thick skin with these assholes.
3: Yeah, we have thick skin. We don't take that it's stuff fine, personal.
0: Yeah. This- ta- and if it's not thick enough, I'll mm-hmm. I'll put uh, yeah. my hoodie on. This, and- this podcast is is the ugly girl <laughs> that you don't want to date
2: on the weekend. This is your Monday through Friday girl. <laughs> that's what Nate treats us. Steve Zakawani is his weekend. So girl. he's
0: wait wait. Nate, Nate's <laughs> about to show me receipts saying, hey, is there any possible way you could come down and be on the Flounders B-Team show? Is that what it
3: says? What it say?" Uh, Nate, 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 Nate's got <laughs> receipts, as, it's, per it's, as per usual. As per usual. Did you, did you really ask him receipts. to come,
0: come on down?
3: Um, he, he was uh, otherwise obliged yes. with, with other plans. Nathan, but he you did are check.
0: a gentleman and a scholar, and I knew you would do that mm-hmm. or something like it, because mm-hmm. you're always looking out for your friends here on the Flounders B-Team. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk so many soccer, shouts. and then we can talk booze. So the plan uh, for tonight is uh, basically to talk <laughs> about whether uh, the team was a success this year. Uh, Man. I think there's some varying viewpoints around the table. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, buys and sells. Who's on the sell list? Who's on the buy list? What are we uh, looking at as we try to compose a team next year? And uh, maybe maybe uh, there's some changes to the approach for the Sounders Next year, And, of course, we want to talk a little bit about the business meeting reactions, thoughts as to, uh, you know, how Garth and Adrian and Drew presented uh, the plan for next year and what's going forward with the Sounders, with S2 and stadium commitments. That was pretty much the those were the big topics, I think, for the business meeting. So did we leave anything out? I don't think so. I just read the I read the agenda pretty much word for word. And, of course. We're going to have the hot takes. We're going to have the bants. We're going to yell at each other. Nathan did not bring Steve Zakawani, but damn it, you tried. I appreciate you, boo.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And uh, so, with that, Nathan, why don't you take a seat and tell me what you're drinking?
1: I am having this uh, magical, what is this? This Martinelli's sparkling cider, like I'm a 12 year old. And then this Crown mm-hmm. Royal salted caramel. Uh, and it's kind of delightful. It's, it's not bad. It's sweet. It's very fall.
4: Mm hmm.
2: It could probably use some cinnamon, maybe an orange, uh, yeah. zest orange slice, or a little clove but, action. But that's not how we roll. Something we, for some holidays. We spice. are a Pinkies Down uh, production. Not Pump- a Pinkies
0: Up production. <laughs> Pumpkin Spice butt. <laughs> no.
2: All right. What are you drinking, Timbo? Same, same. Uh, we, we, we had a plethora of stuff, uh, but I am currently drinking the, the caramel apple cider thingy.
0: Kevin, you went to lunch. How was your lunch?
3: Um, can't recommend Jubilee enough. Yep. Great place for a, a nice cheeseburger in mm-hmm. the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Also drinking a very fine, I believe it's a 2018 Diet Pepsi. Yep. Is what that is. Because and, I am driving and coaching kids later. Yeah. So being responsible. And right if
0: Jen Zamira's listening, <clears throat> afternoon cheeseburger is not a euphemism. No,
3: no, it's not. No. We're in different cities. <laughs> so it doesn't count. Nope, doesn't count. <laughs>
0: all right all right all right so the first question on the docket of course was the 2018 sounders season a success and well what do you think (laughs) <laughs> yeah, give us your shot, Steve. What do you got? Um, it this is this one's really hard for me. Uh, it, it really seemed like we had built a pretty decent team going in, and then the uh the loss of Jordan Morris, of course, at the beginning of the year, really threw us for a loop and made uh, the front office really uh, have to recount and, and and redirect and and figure out what they were going to do uh through a lot of adversity because I think they knew going in that they weren't going to win a lot of the games in the in the first half of the year with the roster as constructed. Uh the second half of the season or rather the tail end the, the miraculous tail end of the season was certainly uh a positive for us, but I I think it's hard to call anything a success. When it was so dependent upon a string of luck that has been there's literally a record setting string of luck for the Sounders.
1: I think Garth said it best. Yeah, he did. You can't call a season success if you go out to Portland and are the only top seeded team to lose.
2: That was after uh, business meeting wise. That was after he was confirmed. He came. Mm -hmm. He didn't get to sit down until until they said, yeah, okay, you can stay. You can stay working for
3: this. Then he came up. Yeah. So, Nate, you're on record as no, was not a success.
1: In a league where uh, 12 teams make the playoffs, going to the playoffs and getting booted in, what, the conference semifinals? semifinals
0: yeah, that's <clears throat> And they fought hard, and I, I thought Kevin had a really good thought on that, um, how, the, how the Portland game kind of illustrates the season.
3: Um, yeah, it was a bit of a microcosm. Um, obviously, but- first half didn't. Start well because we lost, but then played really well late going into it. Um, Yeah, just I mean, I I guess, you know, if I were to go on record, I would say no season wasn't a success either.
1: Well, going one step further with your metaphor, played a terrible first half and then played a phenomenal second half and Mm -hmm. then hard at the end.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, played a terrible first half, played an okay second half with some disasters that that made us fight for a draw. And then a phenomenal uh, a phenomenal disaster recovery in extra time as well, right? I mean, nothing about that game, either home or away, was phenomenal for this team.
1: The, a team with the Seattle Sounders pedigree should be competing for the Supporters' Shield and first and second place in the conference. Yep. And should be a threat to go to the conference finals every season. But Atlanta should have been quaking in their boots. And
3: we didn't, so I can't call success. Yeah, and that, that's where I would go with the criteria. I mean, when you look at expectations... Especially before the season, mm-hmm. uh, back-to-back MLS Cup championship games. Um, you sign, you know, Magnus Wolf Eichram. Remember him? Oh
2: shit! Signed man. him in the
3: off-season. <laughs> so mad. Oh, Kevin's um, still bitter. I'm still. <laughs> mad yeah. about so, right so, by at the way. Right yeah. so. You know, it's like we spent good money on that guy. And then, yeah. you know, I, Waylon Francis. Nobody expected him to come in and be impact, but he was supposed to be steady. He was supposed to help. Drafted Alex Roldan. Mm-hmm. I think we all thought he'd have an impact. Um, he did. He did have an impact. I don't think it was all that Positive. great. But um, yeah, I just think you go in a team like Seattle, the third most valuable franchise in the MLS, selling 40,000 seats per game, um, back-to-back championship matches. I-, I mean, just absolutely crapping the bed in the first half of the season. Yeah, they came back to come second in conference, kind of a, you know, um, sort of a rehash of the year before. Heartbreaking in the playoffs. OK, I mean, definitely have some injuries to overcome, but I just think you, you look at all of it and it's just not good enough.
1: Well, and, and MLS teams are so even uh, mm-hmm. that you can't afford to have uh, roster mistakes. And the idea that so if we want to look at the entire season on the whole, uh, not moving Waylon Francis at the end of the season is a mistake. Mm-hmm. We ended up going into the playoffs with three center backs, sorry, three left backs, uh, not Uh, getting anything for Wolf Ikram. So you go out and make a TAM signing and let him go for nothing. And then having your highest paid player produce basically nothing and retire in the middle of the season Mm -hmm. is a lot. And I I, I, that's a lot to deal with. I don't like to forgive. I don't like how I come across as negative uh, on about the season and about the franchise so much. But like there's a lot of uh, the the win streak. How we ended the season was deodorant for a lot of things that are shortcomings and failures
2: Mm -hmm. and continue to be shortcomings and failures. The season, I mean, I, I, I wrote both positives and negatives. If I want to say, yes, it was a success, this is why I, I say it. it's, it's Um No, everything you guys have said so far is the, the that DC United match from last year, we came back from a three-goal deficit to win 4-3, mm-hmm. and you're patting yourselves on the back from, from basically from balancing your checkbook after writing a whole bunch of really bad checks. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. We just came back. No, you
0: just... Screw the pooch! You're like, for, <laughs> you created this problem, and now you fixed it, and you're patting yourself on the back. You're like Clark Griswold bought a bought a uh, um, uh, bought a swimming pool for his kids before the bonus came, and it was yeah. a bunch of jelly. So and so he had to kidnap the boss. Anyway, you guys have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You I, don't remember Christmas well, Vacation? You were saying ten. <laughs> Tis the season.
2: Uh, <laughs> we are right where we left off <laughs> three months ago. Uh, so was this a, was this a use your words, Timmy? Was this a success? Uh, on the no side, why uh, we had a slow start. We crashed out of CCL. We lost JMO. We crashed out of USOC. Mm-hmm. S two was punished because of S one's roster depth. We need to talk about That's that. Um, <laughs> we lost in the playoffs to PTFC, and at the end of it all. All of these failures lead to fewer people going through the turnstile, and the, mm-hmm. the team makes less money mm-hmm. because people ain't coming to the games. Yep. Now, huge you, revenue hit. You want to talk business? Business? Fine. What is more beneficial to the team: playing in that playing game because you get that extra revenue from that one one night game, or long term trying to host MLS Cup? I'd say if we're gonna finish second, then let's fucking ho- oh, sorry language. Um, <laughs> we're gonna let's host the cup if we're going to play in that playing game fine you know we're going to travel and so that was why i said it's another failure when it comes down to it now go ahead and you, no go ahead Keep uh, it. silver lining silver lining tim is going to say we found and signed uh the 2019 golden boot winner yeah, Facts. yeah. Yep, and, yep, yep, yep. and Raul Rui Diaz. i mean he's like i i aimed low and said he's scoring like 3 quarter you know 0.75 a game but mm-hmm. my man if if he plays the full season and scores at that clip He's going to be at least 25, 30 goal
3: scorer. Yeah. And we've
2: never seen Where's that. Joseph Martinez this year? Uh, he's, I think he 30... got whatever the, he must have got it 30, 31. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Our preseason uh, roster breakdown forwards, Adequoya. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bruin, he made it through. Uh, Dempsey, might remember him. Mm-hmm. Jordan Morris and Ooh? Lamar Nagel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was our preseason roster for forwards. So, good, really good point about so, bringing in. Rui Diaz. I mean, we signed we signed
2: Rui Diaz. Uh, we made the playoffs 10 years in a row, which is kind of like uh, after, like you know, you pat yourself on the back. That's, well, it was a moral victory. Yeah. Um. We had a nine-game win streak, but at the same time, th- that was because you dug such a huge
0: GD. Yeah, and your FC. players showed up and did what they needed to do against all odds. Weren't right? we at
3: one point the... Worst team in the MLS. Am yes. I wrong about that? Then we have like the least amount of points through. I think San Jose, San Jose was, was still under us. Was yeah. it? So it was, yeah. Okay, but, but, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, the good news. We set the bar for the right, good news right. is, is we were better than San Jose. Silver
2: lining: we have we have set our expectations high enough that. Like, oh, we forgot about somebody that was really shittier than we were. And how bad do they have it right now? So um, you're you're
1: making a really good point that like there's there are these moments that when we do the right thing Mm -hmm. that we get amnesia about some of the missteps and and failings. Mm -hmm. And like the reason why we had to have this massive fourteen game unbeaten streak. Uh, in the second half was mm-hmm. if we didn't do it, we weren't going to make the playoffs. Yep. And so you put a ton of pressure on yourself in the second half of the season. Like if the Sounders have even a league average point total in the first half of the season, they set the all-time record for points for for a team. The flip side is, is that if you don't have like the second worst record in the first half of the season, you don't need to be playing all your starters every second of every game in the second half of the season, which contributes to injuries.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a quote, I think it was from either... I can't remember who it was from, but they were talking about how the players in their postseason exit interviews were talking about how they had never felt this tired after a season Mm -hmm. ever. And I said, well, hey, maybe if you don't shit the bed the first half of the season, (laughs) you won't have to put so much into that second half. And I mean, Steve, you you said, I mean, causation or correlation isn't causation, which I I agree. Right. But at the same (laughs) time, like my first reaction is like, well, yeah, I mean, you put so much pressure on yourself in that second half of the season. And it's like. Yeah, they just didn't look like they had enough in the tank at the very very end of that game. I mean, I, just watching those guys walk up for the penalties, I mean, Portland didn't even know they were about to take penalties and
4: they were still <laughs> just like, "Yeah, cool.
3: All right, let's go take penalties." Seattle's so like, "Oh man, okay. I guess let's go do some penalties."
0: Another and that's another, so, you know, that's another illustration of the season that's Blanco, just like Blanco, one more, Blanco
4: Blanco what's the, the score? Blanco what's
0: the score? Shit. <laughs> Um, But yeah, that's another example for the season, right? Uh, That that at the end, they just had to get so much more out of the gas tank. Hmm. And anyway, madness.
2: Nathan, Tim. Oh, I was just going to say, this season... The end of the season felt like you you've got, you know, three days of three hour sleep in a row and you start the day off with coffee and a Red Bull and then that just doesn't <laughs> that just doesn't get you any Damn. have you ever had have oh, you yeah. ever had coffee and then just coffee just doesn't work anymore. Yep. That's yep. that's where we were. Yep. I mean, our only saving grace in my opinion, I mean, well, I'll get back to what you guys were talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the success, we were a game, you know, we were decision day high or loss or whatever from being fifth and playing in the playing right. game or I mean, we weren't going to get bounced but we went to sh- we'd shot up to second because in the last Dallas shot the bed five and, and minutes and, the, bed and- right.
0: the last five minutes of that game the the stars literally aligned it's like the dark crystal with that big anyway but did they steve because well they didn't right because we <laughs> if we play- played in a playing game we might still be in the tournament but what does so? I have a question for you. What does the locker room look like if we didn't go on a on a uh, on a fourteen game unbeaten streak? Are uh, those players beating themselves up because they didn't do good enough?
2: If we not if we didn't go on a fourteen game day or game day, if we didn't go on a fourteen game winning streak, that would unbeaten. be t- turned over to Seahawks. It's all Seattle. We'd be gone and and soaking up the sun. But I
0: mean, what is the what is the what is the what do the players feel about themselves? Do the players who we know take it on themselves? because they're committed yeah. to what they do. What is that? What does that mood look like? What does that team cohesion look like? I mean, these, these guys love each other right now. Yeah. Like their family You saw the probably saw the video where they're heading the heading the soccer ball in the, in, in the, the pool. swimming pool into the bucket. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just tell, they just freaking love each other. Mm-hmm. What, is that is that still this all speculative but is that still there in that same way are they loving themselves and loving each other the way that a successful team needs to if that winning streak if that magic didn't happen at the end of the season i see a team that is in in
2: in you know incomplete sentence yeah i'm glad it's fucking over but we would have put it together if we needed to, you know, put the shoes back on. We would have found a way. Yeah, I'm glad it's over, but you know, I I would strap up again if we had if we had another game tomorrow.
1: I will just add this. Uh, I found myself incredibly frustrated by this season because many of the shortcomings were predictable, mm-hmm. and there's just no margin for error when you have the rosters that we have, and when you make mistakes that are predictable. Uh, they com- they have compounding effects as the season goes along. And going into the season, like we all saw the flaws on the roster, Kevin read off the names of the forwards. Like, that's not a collection of forwards that are going to win you a title. And it's not a coincidence that Rui Diaz comes in in midseason, scores, I'm looking at the stats right now, 10 goals on 17 shots on goals. Mm-hmm. He's very efficient. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So pretty good clip. So so 10 goals on 44 shots, but 10 goals on 17 <laughs> shots, shots on, on goal. goal. And then comes in and scores three goals in two playoff games. Unbelievable. So he scores 13 play, thirteen goals in the second half. Uh, and those three playoff goals are three more playoff goals than Freddie Montero ever scored. Like, Rui Diaz is the answer to why we're better in the second half.
3: mm mm-hmm. uh,
1: but we didn't have to be as bad as you were in the first half.
3: Yeah, because I was gonna say it's not like Rui Diaz. A Rui Diaz comes along all the time, and yeah. you can just pick him up. That that's a move that needs to be made at the mm-hmm. right time. And obviously, I'm sure they did it when they felt like they could do it. But you're right. I love how you phrase that. They didn't have to be so bad. Yeah. Like we all saw the drop off of Dempsey coming. Mm-hmm. And like, who? Why are you signing Ikrim if he ain't gonna play? And he's not gonna be your guy in there to do the things you thought he was going to do. Like, and why are you letting Ikram miss.
1: go for nothing if Dempsey's going to retire? And mm-hmm. like, that's not on Garth. Dempsey decided to go at that time. But yeah. like, do you let Ikram go for nothing if you're going to lose Dempsey? Yeah. Like, how does this playoff leg look differently if Ikram's there? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all sorts of like questions that need to be asked. Well, uh, What happens if you move uh, your third string left back in the transfer window when other teams are looking for left backs? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of questions to be asked. And the other thing I'll say is, is like, I was talking about this with Steve today. Uh, a lot of so, Steve, you've been very vocal about like S two performance. Yeah, a lot of the problems in S two are that S two players are playing S one minutes, and if uh, Alex Roldan is getting the majority of his minutes at CenturyLink and not at CenturyLink, sorry, not at Cheney Stadium uh, this year, that's a really bad sign, and that's what happened.
0: And they're all substitution minutes, so he's not getting the ball. He's not getting the play contact that he needs to to develop. If Alex Roldan is playing two or three games out of every five at Cheney Stadium. Yeah. He's he's not building with the team. He might be a superstar, but he's not I'll getting you, time. I'll remind
1: you, to Kevin's frustration, Roldan started over yeah. Ickram
0: yeah. on multiple
1: occasions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and Sounders' amnesia is real, and like we forget that like we signed Wolf Icrum, yeah, who has a pedigree and is actually performing back in Europe, and mm-hmm. we couldn't find a place for him in a team that was losing games left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I remember they said, oh, um, we, we brought him in, and he's a guy that needs somebody up front with pace to play long balls yeah. into, and as soon as we let him go, we bring in Rui Diaz. Exactly. It's like, what the hell? Well, and we talked about that. I mean, the the timing was just so unbelievably raw. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of missteps in the first half of the season that I don't think are acceptable from a club that has the experience, the pedigree and the expectations of the Seattle Sounders. I mean, maybe – and I don't think we're being harsh. Actually, I don't think we're being too harsh. I think we're actually being pretty fair. Well,
1: and I don't think we're saying this is the worst season in Sounder nope. history. No. Nope. It's a firm like, C-plus season. Sure. You know, yeah. I mean – Maybe if, C-minus. If you, if you average mm-hmm.
0: everything out, we we, yeah. we got second place. Okay. By hooker, by crook, mm-hmm. and we, and we we made something happen. We made something out of nothing, and that's that's a testament to the players. It's a testament to the organization for finding a way to make it work. But I, you know, honestly, I'm tired of finding ways to, to win. I want to see a path, mm-hmm. right? You need to build that path, and you need to you need to you need to pave the road as, well, a, as an FO.
3: Can, can I make a segue then? Yes, you can, because it sounds like we're all like, no, not a success. Okay, So to make next year a success, (laughs) what are some of those moves you want to see made? Because, I mean, we we saw some predictable failures coming. And so what are some of those moves? Like, who who are the guys that you're looking at? Like, it might be time to cut bait, let them go. Or, hey, it's time to make a tough decision. Or this is who we cannot afford to lose. Like, who's your keepers? Who's your, hey, time to move on? When and before got? we
0: do this, I mean, this is all under our control. I learned last week I don't know a whole lot about rules. But uh, because there's an expansion draft next year, but because we lost two players to LAFC in their expansion draft, we're not subject to the expansion draft. So we don't have to protect players. We can keep the roster exactly as it is today if we if we wanted to. We we got a player. One, we were only allowed to lose one player.
2: They just happened to collect all of our uh... – Scrubs. They took our tokens. They took
0: Tyler okay. Miller.
2: Oh. Okay. But then they also had uh who's the guy with the Scottish name? Like uh Aaron Cover on loan. Aaron Cover on loan. No, hands. no, hey not, that's not even him. Cal, um, Callum Malice was the <laughs> one I that was Alice. Alice. I <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Like, fuck off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I let you bloviate for like
1: six minutes without busting your balls, and, so, and we're right back in place.
4: Uh, so,
2: uh, I mean, they—they right. they, had—they uh, had our backup. Shut it down. They had our backup keeper. They had Callum Malice. They had Miller. They had uh, uh, Kovar. Which let's. It's not. It's a permanent loan. He's done. Stop saying loan. Take that little loan HGP
0: off of the freaking roster. Just take him off the roster. He's never coming back. Is the home? Does the homegrown player status limit our ability to actually do that? No. No. I just want. I just just stop lying. Like, come out. He doesn't. He didn't want to play here.
2: I told you. He wasn't even when we. Qualified for MLS Cup, he wasn't even in the building. Mm-hmm. He went home. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he wanted to play here, but he didn't get to play here. He got jobbed. So to, to your question, Steve. So oh, yeah. To your question, Steve. That's, That's not farting.
2: farting. It's me right sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's me rattling my fingers on the on the chair. Aw, but it cool. sounds just like now here. Now let me sell it. You gotta just lean like if you <laughs> lean and grunt.
1: Maybe make make your face turn red, which awkward albatross S- you can sell Steve, it. Steve, to your to your question, uh, yes, players sir. for next year who likely are not going to be back. Uh, the captain of the third best team in CONCACAF needs to be starting, so Roman Torres will I cannot like, be back because of the emergence of Kim Kihi. Uh, so, so are you saying
3: sell Roman, move him on?
1: I, I think you're going to I think you need to move you, you owe it to Torres a player mm-hmm. of his caliber needs to be starting mm-hmm. and not. Oh, I see minutes. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And yep. given his role as the national team, he needs starters minutes. And so like he mm-hmm. he needs to move on, which yeah. is sad for us because we're going to have to replace him with a center back. And we're probably going to spend about as much as we're paying for him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we uh, we've spoken about this on the show, too. It's just time for Roman to go, unfortunately. Uh,
1: Osvaldo Alonso will need to take a pay cut in the neighborhood of half, and the question is, is he willing to take that pay cut or not? Can you can you justify why that's going to happen?
3: Uh, I, I know we've talked about he's it. He's making but a listeners. million dollars a year. Yeah, He's it. a 33-year-old defensive center midfielder mm-hmm. that I'm not sure if he could or could not sprint at the end of the last game. I mean, he looked... I don't know if he was hurt, yep. but he looked like something was bothering him because he was not the, all that mobile. No, stuff. I I was
2: watching the whole from my vantage point. It it just looked like.
3: Yeah. Sad
2: thing is, what would have really helped him was some yellow card accumulation. Mm-hmm. Is if he got if he had had to sit out because of red card, rest. That would have been rest, and then he would have been fresh.
3: Well, and he's. I just think a lot of reasons, but he needs to move because there's another guy that should be playing in there and that's Christian Roldan. Mm-hmm. Well, and so he's the guy you can't afford to
1: lose. This is what I was gonna say is yep. is is mm-hmm. if Roldan and Alonzo and Svensson were part of a three man rotation uh, then Alonso could have gotten more rest and would have been gas this season, but Roldan basically played nearly every minute of every game mm-hmm. out of position
2: as a mid, like an attacking midfielder. midfielder. And
1: yeah. so, what I really am anxious Filling to see is, is, is given how Roldan's stock appears to be slipping with the national team, and I appear to be the only person in Seattle Sports to notice this is happening because everybody's in denial about it. Uh, we need to decide where Roldan's going to be. I think Roldan's best position is a number eight and a 4-4-2, but we don't play a 4-4-2. We play a 4-2-3-1. And so he, we need to sell him in defensive defensive midfielder and let him be there uh, because Greg Burhalter is going to be the new coach of the U.S. national team sooner or effing later. And I think Christian Roldan, if he's at a spot permanently, is a better
3: player than Will Trapp. Will Trash? Yes, he is better than Will Trash. Goddamn. Thank Not you. even close. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I agree. Put him next to Svensson. Yep. What's sure. going to happen?
2: Burr Halter's going to be the coach. Screw that whole thing that's happened that's taken so long. Just announce it. If he's going to be the coach, I mean, this isn't the NFL. You don't have to announce who you're going to. But just freaking hire the guy and it's like, hey, as soon as he's done with this season, he's coming over. I don't want that to happen on like three different levels. I don't want to see Jesse Zardas up top anymore with the national Ugh. team. I don't want to see Will Trapp as our only option at six. And I honestly, I would rather have the other Steph in the goal. But if he is the coach, there's a good chance Zach Stefan is yeah. staying. Yeah.
3: Oh, I yeah. want to see Fry. Who who are you, Tim? Who who's on your got to keep, got to um, sell roster for the Sounders? Wait, wait,
0: wait. It all okay. What are you? you I, I have a. a so if I, I just want to talk about formation for a minute, didn't yeah. we open with a four four two against Portland? Four four diamond two four in diamond the preseason. Two. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> didn't that work?
3: Uh, I, it might have. But that was with, I mean, <laughs> it was
0: with Ikrum and, and a yeah. bunch of other guys yeah, that we've never seen. Um, so, uh, if that if if four two three one is the is the is the going uh, is the going formation four two uh, three one is Schmetzer's preferred pro- formation. Yes. yes. And Roldan slots back that creates some holes up front and that's opportunity for acquisition. So, yeah. well, uh, so do you want to go acquisition before we go? No, let's finish all the thing. But I just want to make sure that the thread. Continues. Are are we talking about about selling still? Yeah, we're still talking about selling. Everything comes down to two people
2: Ozzy and Marshall. Is Marshall coming back? Yes. If Marshall comes back, then maybe we could move Torres. If Marshall doesn't come back, we got to keep Torres. What does our depth look like? We could slide and we're going to keep Svensson. Svensson could slide back
1: and be a center back. Uh, uh, He's better at center than right. Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just. You can't have Svensson cannot be your penciled in number six. Right. And your penciled in backup center back. Right. You nope, need to have a third, happen. as Kevin would say. You need a third start worthy center back. And yeah. so we need to be in the market for a Torres replacement, who's gonna, he's basically going to cost as much as Torres. That's, or a good point, or a Marshall
3: replacement. Yeah. Because I don't. He well, tore his meniscus. We. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I that's think tough. Marshall. So I, have turned on, like on this. It like Marshall's going to be fine. I've turned on this. Yeah. I
1: think Marshall's going to be back. Um. And Zach Awani talked me off the Sam Rogers hype, hype train really fast. Please, oh I, yeah, I've I was never been, say, been on that. Hype. I was I've never been on that train
3: as no. a as yeah. a like a year. You know me, or two I, down the road. I let that train go flying by me. I am like, so nope. when I am
1: like, I am like, I think Rogers is ready to play some minutes. I think he's ready to play some. He's ready to play Tony Alfaro a number of minutes. Yeah, and then Zach was just like, I want you to picture Sam Rogers marking Piotti and Giovinco, and. Mm-hmm. done yeah.
3: <laughs> or or Sam Rogers trying to body up with body. You, you don't you, see 19 year old center backs yeah. right. for it's a just, reason it's just such a hard position to get good at you need to build some soul it's I mean,
2: experience that's why the yeah. older
3: guys that
1: end up Brad Evans ends up dropping to
3: center mm-hmm. back sure. mm-hmm. that's where you finish your career just yeah. like the MLS
1: yeah. so I would like to see Rogers Signed to the senior roster, but only playing Alfaro number minutes. Yeah. But we still need a third start worthy center back, center back. and I think that moving Svensson back is not the, op- the option yeah. because I think. So here's the thing: is, is so if four two three one is our formation, that's Roldan and Svensson with Dalim as the as the, the third when one of them is out. And that's that's the formation. And if you're counting on Svensson to cover there, that means you're counting to having Delem in at defensive midfielder instead of him. And that creates basically uh, two positions' of weakness. Like you, you, need a third center back.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I keep Torres in. I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah. well, but, but but Torres Torres is the captain of his national team. Then rest yeah. to
2: Marshall have that three men but you can't you could do it you have with those three center backs you can I'm still waiting for an opportunity to do a four four two because it seems like every time Rui Rui Diaz and Bruin are up top something electric happens
1: Torres is going to want to be a starter and he deserves to want to be to, he deserves to be able to move if that's <clears> what he <throat> wants and I can't blame him for that I want six-pack
0: abs I don't get everything I want,
4: <laughs> but you All can't
0: right. have a weakness at center back and a weakness at left back. We don't know the story with uh, Brad Smith yet. Smith is, is back next half year. year loan. Okay, on a half year loan. Half year loan. All right. And uh, is there an eye to signing him?
1: It, well, here is the problem: is if he performs really well, then it raises the cost of getting yeah. him back. So, and so the better why would he we does, do that? the better he does, the less likely it is that he stays. I am fine with that.
0: That means we started the first half of the season well. Okay. Um, so, so, but then we end the second half of the season no. with a gaping hole at left back again. See, no, that's that's, that's actually—I
3: don't. I feel like Nuhu did okay. Yeah. He, I, he's I, had a great I year. have not You know me. I'm—I don't think he's an elite defender, but <laughs> I do think I'm the other way around. I've, he when he came back from from <laughs> sort Exiled. of taking a break. Yeah. yeah, right. Like he came back in. He seemed <laughs> to be. It, it seemed like he had learned a lesson. Yep. To just play his position a little more. Not mm-hmm. not go flying forward um just get himself under a little more control he had a little more composure on the ball he so looked like so much more coachable now he was very he he was making a concerted effort to just keep the ball when he needed to keep the ball and not mm-hmm. you know i use baseball reference but not try to hit a home run every single time you know he he got the ball like it didn't have to be some super sports center top 10 play every time he got the ball he just played within himself played very smart um i think he did a much better job as a just a pure left back defender Mm-hmm. Um, instead of worried about getting forward, he still needs to work on getting his crosses in. Um, he's, he could do better there, but I don't think we have a big huge gaping hole like I, okay. I like you know we're talking about okay if if Roldan slots in Svensson, we do kind of have a hole in the midfield line of three, but you could put Brad Smith up on that midfield line of three, and he's going to make a ton of runs forward. he's going to open up a ton of space. um The guy I think you need to look to start replacing though is Ladero. Like I don't necessarily have anybody that I think we have to sell, but I think you have some guys in here that you need to look at replacing. I think Ladero, I love him. Uh, he does an amazing job in there. I think he's got one year left, maybe, and I'm, I'm trying to predict. But I look at him and I go, I think we got one more year left of this guy being like a really sort of high impact, creating assists, creating goals type player. I think you're gonna need. Somebody to come in underneath Rui Diaz in the next season or two. So, uh, but I think you slide Smith up there, you got Rui Diaz, you got Rodriguez, or, um, and Ladero. Like that's a pretty good attacking four. If up we're front.
2: still doing a four i I'd yeah. say we dispatch, uh, Brad Smith the same way we did, uh, Jovan Jones in 2016, where yeah, it's a you, similar play, you combination, play left right? back and then when somebody needs a breath, you know, you pull a you move Rodriguez into center, and then mm-hmm. he's up there, and you put, you know, uh, you bring Nuhu in. Now, Rod, you know, if, if we I'm not saying we sell Rodriguez because he's been a catalyst in some great attacking moments, but the man is soft and he has a, a, a liability, and that's his defense. Now, if we're ever in a playoff situation like we were against Portland where the ref swallows his whistle, well, man, I need to get your ass up off the ground and play some soccer. I don't know what we have to do to motivate a gentleman to just play through fucking contact and stop falling down. You're not getting the calls. So maybe the first two, like in the, you should know the first 10 minutes if the referee is going to swallow his whistle. If he's going to swallow his whistle, you got to play. Because I think between his just getting phys- out physicald, and the pace or lack thereof of Alonzo – I mean, I, I'm watching from my vantage point. I'm like, just find Valeri. Everything goes through the Valeri. Every time they have the ball, they find Valeri. Why isn't anybody even looking over a shoulder for Valeri? Where's Valeri? I can see Valeri. Can you see Valeri? Where's Valeri? <laughs> Valeri's right there. And I'm screaming the whole time. Find Valeri. Find Valeri. Find Valeri. <laughs> You're not looking. So am I saying sell Rodriguez or let him go? No. But you, you have to have a heart-to-heart with a man. Uh, are we keeping Ladero? See if we can still swing the Suarez thing. Mm. So... <laughs> I
1: want to. <laughs> we got we got Roldan's. Why can't we have the Uruguayan connection? Uh, I want to just just note that the back six is actually fairly locked in. Yeah. And that yep. I want to go contrarian on two takes that I heard really fast. Okay. So back six is from right to left: Leardham, Marshall, Kihi, Smith slash mm-hmm. Nuhu, and then in front of them, Roldan and Svensson, assuming an Aussie departure,
3: or at least just a demotion to the bench. Okay. Sure.
1: Uh, so then now we're looking at our attacking three. And our attacking three is... Because Rod- Rui Diaz is your... Yep. Okay. So yep. our attacking three then is Ladero, Rodriguez, TBD. Is but TBD Jordan-, TBD... Jordan Morris. Could be Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. TBD could be Brad Smith playing a more advanced position. Mm-hmm. TBD could be new signing, because remember, we shed Clint Dempsey and haven't made a signing. Although mm-hmm. it appears we're not going to make a DP signing, but some sort of Tamil signing would, would, be, would be called for. Uh, I nod heartily with your criticism of Rodriguez. Uh, I have concerns about his fragility. I have mm-hmm. concerns about his injury proneness. I wonder if he's ever going to adapt to the level of physicality uh, in MLS. I also know that when Rodriguez and Nico and Rui Diaz were able Mm -hmm. to operate, Mm -hmm. the three of them played some of the most beautiful soccer I've seen in MLS. Just so good. I'll argue more beautiful than the Clint Nova show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am firmly... Here, though, for Nico as a long term member of the Sounders, yeah, and I think the key is keeping so I had always called for Nico to play central, but back to the defense thing, I think that's uh, they're right keeping him out w- at wide right and letting him cut in as needed. So then, really, you're looking at attacking three of uh, Rodriguez, Nico and then Mo or player to be signed. And I think
3: that's pretty damn good. So well, if are you saying Nico Lodero push him out wide and Vicrod comes underneath Rui Diaz?
1: That's the issue, man.
0: That's and the issue. then you've got Leardum, Who's great with the overlap play on the right. That is going to be a winger. It's, he's not going to be just a pure, pure, pure defensive player because he's got the speed and he's got the so attack.
1: So if I, if, if I may though, yeah. I, I think if the attack in front of Leardom was better, he would go forward less. Um, uh, and I and so James so pumping his fist over when, there. When we were watching Portland, uh, they were cl- we were playing narrow, they were clogging up the middle. Chara was covering territory mm-hmm. like Ozzy Alonso used to, mm-hmm. and we could only find space out wide. Mm-hmm. Nobody's primary plan is to attack with their back, you attack with your back when the rest isn't working.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, my fair question uh, you were about to say something before. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, you, can, the, you remember the defense that was playing the first half of the season that was, you know, keeping mm-hmm. the goals against down to. Less than a goal. Yeah, it was so. What happened to that defense once we started putting points on the board? The second half of the season, we we had a bedwetter. We couldn't keep clean sheets. No clean sheets were had.
1: That was a parent joke. We had a bed yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That almost went over my head. I caught it last <laughs> yeah, second. Sec, yeah. So seriously, okay. I mean,
2: I know I, I'm thinking. Well, we've got these. Well, I don't want to see. I'm. I'm I'm critical of the whole team, but it's it's the whole season that it's just everybody's freaking exhausted. I don't want to see our backs go up that high. I'd rather see our attackers do what Portland did and just camp the frig out and let's get them the ball. We had nobody to play the ball over the top to because we had no speed and everyone's just GD gassed. Yeah.
1: Well, it's worth looking who Portland rolled out there too. So Portland rolled out three central midfielders and Diego Chara. (laughs) <laughs> so like, so like, like they were playing. If you watched the way they were moving in the second game, uh, it was actually beautiful to watch. Like, like I, I'm one of those people who, like, from my vantage point in the stadium, I pay a lot of attention to defensive shape and tactics. And like their defense moved as a block in a way that you don't see MLS.
2: So I'd rather see. Le- I mean, knew who's a better defender when he's not asked to to go coast to coast. Lierdum mm-hmm. <clears throat> left something to be desired on the last game. Yeah. Uh but like, I, I, I want to, I've seen Leardham play much better. So I'm, I'm
0: just going to say they're all just gas. He's played. Yeah. He's played a lot that he's got a lot of minutes this year and he, he, he's tired. <laughs> I don't, I, don't. The, the
1: team needs another attacker. Yeah. So And I, I, and I'm not, I'm not, um, so
0: I, so is Will Bruin on the cell train? No, you need depth no. too. No, yeah. absolutely not. Right. No.
1: No, I like I am not a member of the Jordan Moores is going to be back in what he was, church. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And I think that you need an attacker on the left hand side. Amen.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, wow. Well. Yeah. I've seen I've seen videos of <laughs> Jordan Morris using his left foot.
1: No, so, what? so-
3: so right after you watch Loch Ness Monster and freaking exist. Bigfoot,
1: no, but, but but seriously, like if if, if you're not going to count on Morris for what Morris was, and I'm not counting on that, you uh,
3: can't. Not after two knee injuries. No. Uh,
1: you need a player on the left hand side, and then you understand that that means that Nico is going to be in the center in the center most of the time, but on mm-hmm. the right nominally, mm-hmm. and that him and uh, Rodriguez are going to switch back and forth. You have an opening on the left hand side for to, for a signing.
0: And because Rodriguez and Lodero have a They've got a they've got a little bit of, of personality yeah. and they can play together. You won't have the stepping on the dick situation that you had when Clint Dempsey was just clogging up the middle.
1: So that that means then if we're coming out in a four, two, three, one, the back six is the six that I named. And then it's likely that the attacking four then are. Well, let's see. Ladero out wide, but mm-hmm. also in the center. Rodriguez out wide, but also in the center. Jordan Morris or signing left. Rui up top.
3: Harry Ship can come in every once in a while. He got way better it. in the sure. second half of the Haroldino. season. Yep. So it sounds like players we got to take a look at possibly move. Might be Torres, might be Alonso. We'll see what roles they're willing to take. But those are two guys where we're like, you know what? Mm, might be time to move on. Yeah. By the yeah. time
2: this thing comes out, we'll yeah. know what the roster's looking like. Uh-huh and I'm not being a smart ass even though I am being a smart ass. Yeah. They said probably Monday. They should. Everyone knows if you're if you're coming or going.
1: I'm actually quite excited for 2019 as a thing. Yeah. Like like there's there's really only one hole to me and that's the <laughs> left-hand side and Jordan Morris could fill that hole, but I don't think he will.
0: Okay. So who's your new signing then? Segway. Oh, who are we buying? Yeah. You know what?
3: I've said it before. I'll say it again. I wouldn't mind seeing Kellen Rowe come home. I think he'd actually be a good addition to that front line. He's not He's being somebody used. that could play on the right or the left. Um, Where's Kellen at right now? New still England. at New Revolution. England. Yeah, still at New England. Um, I think he gets along pretty well with our guys that we have here, um, Dan and um, Jordan Morris. I, I, w- I just, you know, I, I'm a little biased because I remember seeing the kid grow up and play and um, comes from a good Northwest family. And I, But I do think he'd be a good addition to that. Front line, somebody that could come in and play right or left, or even underneath every once in a while, and be a good attacking player that could that could fit in, and and that's what we need. So I uh, I I think that's a good good for the fans. I think good for the team. I think That's a good, good sign. Works out, yeah. But you
2: said uh, the attacking band of three,
3: like yeah. the three, yeah. I think you put them in that midfield position. I think so. I think you could. I think it makes them really interchangeable. Um, him, VicRod, Ladero, um, Rui Diaz. I mean, you know, you don't you don't have any big, tall guys up there, but I don't think that's what you need in today's modern game of soccer. I think they're attackers and they are fluid the way they play and they keep the ball and they have fun and, um, look to, um, set other players up a lot. And I think he'd be a good addition. I I don't know how available he is, but
2: it just reminded me of the, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 crosses that went to nobody Mm -hmm. in that Portland series. Yeah.
3: So I don't, that'd be a fun signing, I think. And then I think you need to sign somebody at center back. I, I, somebody's got to come through, whether you keep Torres and Marshall and Kim Kihi, Falfaro comes in and plays a little better. That'd be great. Um, Yeah. I'm not banking on that one though, either. (laughs) Um, I think that's a stretch for sure. But I think you got to look at those. Those are your spots where you're like, what are we doing here?
1: Tim, who's the Costa Rican center back for Vancouver who they're going to let go this year?
3: Oh shit. Um,
2: Watson.
1: Yeah. Watson.
2: I think Watson's available. Oh my God. (laughs) That's one of those like, uh, join him. <laughs> you yeah. can't beat him. Join him. Yeah, He's a walking red card. Tim but... got happy
1: in his pants just now.
2: <laughs> I'm wearing my Thanksgiving. Pants. No, if, so if, you get, room. if you can
1: get if you can get Kenzel he, Waston to come in and serve the Roman Torres third yeah. center back role, uh, he's not the captain of his national team. He doesn't have the like. I just feel like every time we've watched him this year, he's just he's just looked flat footed. Well, at, at the same looked... time. You know that
2: could be a contract situation. Maybe yeah. not happy. Nobody was happy in Vancouver. No, no, no. Vancouver's a shit
0: show. But they're polite and they apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I wouldn't hate seeing uh, Kendall Watson. I don't on I mean, any better alternatives.
3: He's thirty years old. Yeah, what's I mean, his? That's, that's a guy that could come in, in. Yeah, and still do. I mean, Torres is thirty two, thirty three. Mm-hmm. Marshall's thirty four. But
2: if we had it, if we were playing a team <laughs> like Vancouver that has. Uh, the 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 crossing ability and the target forward and Kai Kamara then he would be awesome because he, he we've never been able to crack that mm-hmm. unless we play it on the ground
0: yeah we've never been able to beat him in the air there's just ah, Torres I would I would part of me would really hate to see Torres go oh oh I for, mean, sure. I, for sure all of me watching him just shoulder check somebody and have him drop to the floor and not get a you know not get a card because it's facing us and not the shitty you know not this, a shitty ref was this portland yeah this is okay. portland at home like yeah. so torres
1: down. wants to and deserves to be a, be a starter and waston's transfer value i just looked up is under a million dollars i mean he wants a
2: bigger contract and they're not giving it to him and they're not being you know straight up with him so he's out he's, so he's gone he's gone on record basically blasting the. but team. he's not going to get a bigger contract from us he's, he's gone um i don't know i mean what do we pay for torres
1: Torres was making, I think, five hundred thousand last year.
2: Oh, we're gonna have to do uh, some more GoFundMe
1: bake sale, bitches. <laughs> Let's no, go. No, honestly, though, no, because so is here's he gonna the- be our new DP? No, 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 no. But but, but you're le- if if you're letting Alonzo go at a million dollars, you have Dempsey money sitting around, and you let Torres go at half a million dollars. Uh, Roldan's do a pay
0: raise, Svensson's do a pay raise, uh, and
1: I think everybody else is under contract.
0: So is there any who on our team is going to get a DP slot that doesn't have one now?
1: We're not going to if if we promote an existing player to to a DP position. That's a that's a that's a, a failure roster a mistake. management. Okay, like, well like, Roldan that's... needs to be the tam, be a TAM player. If you're going to if Roldan needs a pay bump to stay, then Tim it tam. needs to be a TAM level,
4: okay. not a DP. If Use we,
2: those uh, uh, the retention funds. funds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, okay. Great example. Like what you just said. Do you remember? You you don't because you don't have more than a three day memory. But uh, <laughs> when LA. Galaxy used their DP slot for Omar Gonzalez. Yeah, I do remember that.
1: Is he at no, Tijuana now or is he in uh, Atlas? God.
2: Is, is it, he still starting for Leon? the men's national no, team? No it, I, no, it might be Little. <laughs> what's what's the men's national team? I don't know I what that is. I see a green shirt. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it just wasn't sexy. You want to use that DP. You don't want to promote somebody. You want some fresh legs coming in. Pachuca. Some fresh face.
1: You, oh, yeah. You, okay. Yeah.
3: I, I had to Google that. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. But you got me thinking, too. Like, Uh, Austin or Kellen Rowe makes 258000
0: That's but achievable. Like,
3: we, we can't pick him up. That's highly
0: achievable. We can, I, right? I think
3: that's no, that's necessary.
2: I yeah. mean, we will give him Torres and Kendall Waston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you we could trade Ozzy and Ozzy. Like, you pull I'm over. out. I'm well, retired. You,
3: you can't trade Ozzy. Ozzy's yeah. a free agent this year. I know. I'm just sorry. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Boston... give, give him whoever. Boston me- makes 350000 So
1: if you give him a $200,000 raise, which is more than he deserves probably, if basically that, if you swap him out then it, it, towards a the salary, then that's a swap one for one.
0: So if we if we start next season with the roster as constructed and make no acquisitions, are we making mistakes? Yes. Yeah.
2: I don't think so. I mean, only because we there's no way that – we, we'll, if we did this right now, we're already starting a better team than we did last year. If we turnkey and this is the team that we roll out for 2019, now that means we won't have that crummy of a slow start. I don't want to have that conversation in July
0: that we had last July.
1: There it is. So yeah.
3: if yeah. we. If I knew we, that was coming.
1: If we don't make a signing, then we're. So each year we've gone into the season with a known hole. If we don't make a signing, uh, so Ladero's year he came, he was the hole. Leardham's year he came, he was the hole. Rui Diaz was the whole this time around. If we go into the season with the same roster, we're going in with a hole at the left side.
3: And I, I don't know if I'm being consistent here or not. I feel like I'm I'm wavering all over the place. But with the center back position again, I just don't know. If you just hold steady and you've got Marshall, Torres, and Keehi, I don't know if that works. I love those guys, but like I said, their ages and... Their injuries and the miles that they put on um I mean Torres played in the World Cup and he's getting he is getting bigger um Marshall's <laughs> getting older I mean that that meniscus um yeah. he'll come back from it sure but um he I think he's a guy you can you can play but I don't know if those three are gonna hold out I think that could be your potential uh oh, crap we screwed that one up I think yep. you need to to make some moves before. Um, rather than later, and and I I do think just you could have a hole up front planning. too. Well, you, if you could have a big hole up front,
1: if Torres is on the roster next season at the start of the season, I'll pay you twenty bucks. And,
3: I think he's good. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I don't disagree. And and by big hole up front, I just mean um, to complete that thought. If Rui Diaz, God forbid, something happened to him, I think you do have a pretty big hole up front. Oh, I like like saw how Bruin. huge the problem is if mm-hmm. when the one the one when and a half he games play. he was done. Yep. We, we can't yeah. even.
0: This is who was it? Orlando. Yeah, that's that's we beat trouble. them two just... to one or, or three two. But yeah. there's a part of me that just doesn't understand it. It's Ru Diaz disappears and we fail to create any kind of attacking movement at all, regardless of who the target that's how is. How good he is, and uh, he's he, that good.
1: He's the golden boot sorry golden boot winner from Liga Américas. Like he's that good.
3: Yeah, he, he's. The... I mean, it seems so simple, but that guy just always gets open in the Mm -hmm. 18-yard box. Yeah, like like the defender's sole job is to not let that happen, and he just like drifts away and he's open and he gets these 10 out of 17 shots on target, (laughs) going the goal. Like that's ridiculous. Again, he scored 10 goals in half a season. He's he's so
1: good. He's due for like (laughs) a Wondolowski outbreak next
3: year. Yeah, you don't just like drop that and be like, ah, we're fine. Like, whoa, wait a second. Like, our whole game is to just find this guy in the box. I will like, say
1: this. If Rui Diaz is out, then we need to switch to a 4-4-2 with Morris and Bruin up top.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. All right. Okay. Which means we hang on to Bruin. Zorro that...
3: in la caja.
0: Fox in the box.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zorro uh, in la
2: caja. Zorro... Wreck it, Raul! <laughs> I I I honestly was hoping that we made it to the next round because I had a two bowl plan.
3: So sad. All right, Steve. Segue uh, to the next one. That's all we, right,
0: baby. We killed that's this one. All right, this is, a good, this is a good segment, though, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so talking uh, about the business meeting that happened last week, um, it was uh, it was broadcast on the YouTube. And every year, the Sounders and the Uh, Alliance Council, which is represented by uh, uh, season ticket holders that are uh, elected or put themselves up for, they actually put themselves up for, uh, to represent, and as long as you get 25 people saying that they want you to do it, you're on the council. Everybody that has a season ticket holder, or season ticket, Yep,
2: you all... Like, technically, you're all part of the council. Yeah.
0: And you can show up, but then the, uh, there's a, a leadership group that's called the... Anyway, Alliance Council meets business meeting. There weren't a whole lot of people in attendance, but they talked about some of these uh, these issues. What were your guys' key takeaways from that uh, from that meeting? I like the fact that Garth wasn't going to sit down until they told him he
2: could sit down, like he's being retained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a foregone conclusion, but they yeah. kept him out. like. Yeah, you can sit down. Tonight. There's a ceremonial yeah. uh, quality to that, which is good. Now, segueing both back to this, it's good that we had a vote, and not that he was worried about being voted out, but he under like we are pounding it into everybody's head up front, like. Let's start next year better than we started yep. the year, year before. Yep. The year before that. The year before that. Let's hit the ground running so that this isn't waste. I mean, I'm not showing up for the first half of the season if y'all and they hear it. They they've repeated that back mm-hmm. out. Like, all right, well, if you're not going to retain your season season tickets, I'm going to call you at home and I'm going to ask you why. And <clears throat> did you get a call?
1: No, I did not get a call. Uh, I, I'll say this. The Sounders business meeting is actually not a business meeting. No. It's a fan relations meeting. Yep. Yeah. And if I'm thinking of the, about the business of the Sounders, they I actually a,
0: have some concerns. They make a heavy point of saying in the meeting that it's not a business meeting. We don't talk about confidential business decisions in this public meeting.
1: But there are some things to me that are pretty apparent.
0: Uh, attendance has plateaued. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunk and then plateaued. Yeah. Into uh, a valley.
1: When you look on SeatGeek, uh, the resale price of tickets is below face value. Yep, consistently. Ooh. That's if, not good. No, nope. That's nope. not a good nope. sign. And uh, I think we've all noted the crowd, late arrival, and a couple of games, mm-hmm. like, like that Monday game, mm-hmm. when just nobody was there. Yep. And that has not been an issue previously with the franchise. And I think a lot of that has to do with the uh, slow start and the impression that fans have gotten whether fair or not that the first half of the season doesn't matter and then that the regular season doesn't matter because it's all about getting to the playoffs Mm -hmm. and so like there's some business things for the team to work out Uh, the one business thing that I am curious about and I don't have any inside knowledge on this and I wish I did is about kit sponsor for next year Mm -hmm. Xbox is departing as kit sponsor and the Sounders have a lot of uh, sponsorship with Delta Airlines and I'm just going to go on record here really fast (laughs) And just say, um, I've flown Alaska Airlines for over seventy thousand miles each of the last three years. They sponsor my podcast and took me to Beyonce. I buy a lot of Sounders gear. I ain't buying nothing with the Delta Airlines triangle on it. What are the other no. What are the
0: other options? Um, Grocery outlet. That Taco would time. Be pretty great. Taco <laughs> time.
1: So <laughs> shop us first. The real options Get are. More. <laughs> uh, Big Dave talked about Boeing. Uh huh. I don't think that's likely. No. Uh, Safego Field we will just name, rename T-Mobile Field. T-Mobile, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then I'm not wearing an Amazon kit either. Like, Whoa. Uh-uh. Amazon French. Oh, Amazon. I, I, I'm not wearing an Amazon kit.
3: Oh. And so.
1: What's uh, just
3: about the cro- the crooked smile from nipple to nipple? I, I'm a Manchester United fan. I wear a Chevy across <laughs> my chest. So I mean, <laughs> and it's but gold. I would I would even you look at like an asshole. No, I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> I, I would yeah. even balk at Amazon. Yeah, like. Amazon's just oh, an
0: ugly Jesus. logo, and it's not a fantastic company. It's great in Seattle here. So what about... Uh, McDonald's? Um, uh, you know, shameless plug here. I, I'm a T-Mobile employee. I don't have any insight as to what that looks like. But yeah, it's T-Mobile. Well, they just bought a strong possibility.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They're doing the Safeco I heard, name. I heard,
0: yeah, I heard that. But I don't think they do both. <laughs>
3: well, you don't then, think they would? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, did
0: you hear
1: it? I thought you
4: were
0: just
1: making
4: fun of me. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> I've been on oh.
0: T-Mobile since the
1: Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love a T-Mobile. What did you do to the microphone, Stephen? He turned it around so he didn't have to talk into it. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, did anybody see the tweet from Sparkle Donkey Tequila? No. Sparkle Shut Donkey? up. Sparkle Donkey was like, "We're officially in the running for Sounders uh,
0: yes. kit sponsor." Shut the fuck up. No, Which, that would be amazing.
1: That's, <laughs> that's, it's never gonna happen. Nope. They that, they're not that capital. Like, I have more Twitter followers than Sparkle Donkey. Like, it's, no offense. That, yeah, that's like saying, "Yeah, we're
2: gonna go ahead and enter the uh, 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 Wayne Rooney." Debate We're gonna go ahead and make a bid
1: Oh,
4: Actually, we got like, out, bed Sorry, I think yeah. T Mobile
0: should. Of the, <laughs>
1: of the local <laughs> possibilities, um, I would certainly prefer T Mobile over Amazon, yeah, and I would prefer
0: uh, anything over Delta. And they're a great com- I mean, they are a great company. You oh, you're be... whoring now, stop it. <laughs> now, ah, uh, nobody's using Magenta right now, except your
2: microphone cover. This, this is more of like cotton yeah. candy, bro.
0: Wait, we're not going to get magenta
3: kits. No, that's not going to happen.
0: Why not? Nope. No, hey, I nope. I did a mock-up of a pitch black nope.
2: instead of the green magenta. Deutsche Telekom. I thought, I
3: thought the rumor coming out was we were doing black jerseys instead of the white ones now. Deutsche Telekom. Uh, yeah, are we doing pitch black? Is that I, it? I, I the, Sponsors y- Bayern München.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, I, I put it in the thread. Basically, uh, I, I did a, uh, a mock up where I just took a Bayern Munich jersey and then painted over all the red. How with, much time do
1: you have chocolate. to do
0: these same <laughs> renderings?
2: I poop at least once a day. <laughs> Ooh, that would actually look pretty sick, yeah. um, but it has four stars on it. We're never getting four stars, and it's
0: <laughs> and it's. I mean, there's not there's there's zero uh, blue and zero green on like, that kit.
1: To be clear, for in Germany, does like each star equal twenty championships? How do they only have four? Yeah,
0: good point. <laughs> good point. This is an older kit. I don't
1: know. Yeah, but like,
2: <laughs> see rate. also exchange see rate. also.
1: Oh, oh those in Deutschmarks Okay, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> in I, I have heard the black kit rumor as well. Yeah, and then. And I'm so business I'm, meeting they talked about you're gonna you're gonna just they quoted the men's warehouse you're gonna like the way you look I'm not at liberty to discuss some things about s2 but I think there's gonna be a lot of black kits in our future and I'm really excited about what I've seen from the local black kit variety no okay so so savage the things coming out of the business meeting are mm-hmm. so here's another thing they were asking about like like concourse things and stuff like just like
2: we want beechers mac and cheese and every we want the 300 level like that's I, dumb I, shit that doesn't
0: i, I prefer more I want, available but I, also win games and i would yep so there's a win games yeah. b come on beer prices for fuck's sake they're never coming down we realize they're never never coming down but yeah they're creeping up to 12 13, win games fit, right
2: i'll bring the alcohol into my bloodstream they don't find it it's cheaper <laughs> win games, <laughs> win, games. <laughs> win games yep solves all the problems.
1: Like win games and make CenturyLink of Fortress like it used to be. Yeah. And attendance will rebound. Yep. Like, Period.
2: Now, uh, do we have a soccer-specific stadium vote?
4: Oh, God.
1: <sighs> the Sounders have eight years on their lease. Ten. Sounders have ten years on their lease. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. Seriously?
0: Yeah, it's ten years.
1: Oh, my God. The Sounders desire to be <laughs> at a downtown location, and rightfully so. Uh-huh. Unless the Mariners depart Seattle, which I would
0: not mind. By and, the way. you know, God bless Adrian Hanauer. He speaking of bloviation, uh, he talked about why there could possibly maybe be a soccer specific stadium, but that there definitely won't for a solid seven minutes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they they have. Yeah, they have put thought into it, of course, but they have. <laughs> we've got century link and um scheduling problems aside it's still a great venue mm-hmm. and uh it's it's where it's 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 the home of the sounders
1: the memorial stadium footprint is, footprint doesn't is print nope so it doesn't work they don't want to be in the burbs like we're gonna be in mm-hmm. that stadium unless the mariners depart and if the mariners <laughs> depart then it's ball game let's go yep and but the mariners also aren't departing yep. so they're gonna be there as long as we're going to games mm-hmm
2: there's a lot of unused land that uh,
0: Mr. Hansen owns that he's not going to be able to use. Chris Hansen, the basketball magnet.
1: The, 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 the footprint for the basketball arena is too small for a soccer stadium.
3: Like it's, it, I, it's, I know, it's I'm true. in the minority here, but I'm fine with CenturyLink. No, I'm it's fine. fine. You're I'm not fine. in the minority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. they need new It'd turf. Be great right to have a soccer yeah. specific they do need stadium. New
4: I think
0: yeah. it's time. but the point that he said, the point that 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 Hainauer made was, well, we could be like every other new soccer specific stadium owner in, uh, in in the in 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 expansion teams in MLS, and have a twenty thousand foot or a twenty thousand person stadium in Kent. No, uh, there's a lot of exactly. unused land <laughs> right. down by okay. the uh, Emerald Downs. Yeah,
1: but they they they, they want to be downtown. They want to go to the burbs. Yeah, like, it's just, it's like just, and and I you're think not gonna pretend, you'll you're not gonna get those off. cheap
2: sob's to spring for for land and no. all that crap. This that is my happening.
1: point. Like it's not happening. So uh, I will that say fun to talk about though in stadium news, uh, I. Think that we may see the Seattle Rain playing some games further south. Yeah, when the S Two Stage Stadium gets built. Oh. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So that'd like be on awesome the, on the regular
2: or just you know maybe Do a handful. Have,
1: I don't have any. I don't have any more insight than anybody else. Make them the Tacoma Rain. Bring them south. I don't have any more insight than anybody else has. However, I was sent the same survey that all uh, S two season ticket holders were sent, mm-hmm. and the survey asked multiple times about women's soccer. And unless the Sounders women are going to start playing here, there's only one other Sounders, the only one other uh, women's soccer team in town.
0: And so, and they happen to hate Memorial Stadium.
1: And they happen to hate Memorial should. Stadium. <laughs> what a it's
4: piece
0: of crap. Everybody hates
2: stadium. Memorial Stadium. The <laughs> guy that it's named after probably like, <laughs> nah, fam. My name's
3: Mike it? Memorial, and this shit sucks.
2: Did <laughs> <laughs> you change it?
0: I don't want to be remembered this way.
3: Oh, God. Steve's dying. Oh, my God. <laughs> How
0: about the Marianne Mitchell Memorial Interchange? Who the fuck wants an interchange named after
3: him? I don't even know what that what is. That? is. Yeah, it's that out.
0: one up in... No, no. If you drive north or south on I-5, right about knows. Federal Way, Des Moines, there's Marianne Mitchell. It's the one that goes up, and then you take her right, and then goes Federal Way.
1: As a non-commuter, I don't know what they're talking about. All, that's fine, right. All right. By the way, Marianne Mitchell's grandchild is listening right now and hates you. Yep, that's fine.
4: <laughs>
0: Uh, so I had to stand up. I got the movie theater ass. Uh, yeah, just, like, it's cramping asleep. my ass. Okay, so uh, what else out of the business meeting? Uh, S two was discussed quite a bit, and uh, Garth had some pretty significant thoughts about the role of uh, S two in the development of uh, of the of the Sounders and Sounders players and the and the whole talent pipeline. And his thought was that S two is now going to be. Basically, a premier development league team. Wait, I mean, no. it's going to be in USL, but they're okay. going to treat yeah. it as a premier development team. Uh, so wow. nothing's changed. Well, so, yeah. okay, I, that, I, that's fine, I guess. I've tried to be an adult about this
1: uh-huh. and actually, so, so this will, so the pencil's out. No, this episode is likely going to come out <laughs> before my talk with Steve does. Uh-huh. But like, here, here's, I've gone the, I don't care about wins and losses. I just want them to play well and develop talent. That said, Steve made the point, and it'll be out on Nerd Farmer mm-hmm. that like it's both.
4: You can yeah. win
1: games and yes. develop talent. Yes,
0: and if you're doing it right, and your type, your pipeline is there, and you've got consistency on both squads, and going down to
1: Las Vegas and getting plowed by Sammy Ocho in 2018 isn't talent development. Nope. And so uh, I'm going to now start looking for more results. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I will say that S two's performance improved as S two players stopped getting S one minutes. Mm-hmm. Like when S two became Handwala Bawana, um, Alex rolled on Wingo and Lamar Nagel. Like S two looked more dangerous, but that's also not developing players. That's giving minutes to reserve players, and so I don't know. Toronto FC had a TFC two, I guess whatever they were called, mm-hmm. who got kicked all about the USL, and so they're moving down to USL two. <laughs> Which a move which is a move that I don't hate. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I will say I'm I've been let's develop let's develop and in, impatient with wins and losses. Mm-hmm. But also like if you only win one game on the road all season, like what are you really developing?
0: And my and, and my point only stands if you are a if you're an S two season ticket holder that goes to every match and really get bored with losing all the time.
3: Yeah, I, I enjoyed going to those games. I didn't necessarily enjoy going to those games because of the soccer games. Right. The, those games at times were, were tough to watch because you are watching some very young players make mm-hmm. some very young player mistakes. Mm-hmm. And That's frustrating. And if you keep that in mind, it's fine. It's a lot of fun. I, yeah, yeah, it it's fun because I was there with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's why the Tim, game was like ah. But Tim, Tim would give me his tickets, and I could go get free beer. Like that's why that was fun. Well,
4: yeah. <laughs> there was some bad soccer
3: being played at times. Like I'll, I'll definitely say that. Towards the end, it did get better. I I actually I am fine with watching. Sounders reserves play in those games. Mm-hmm. I'm just fine with it. I want to see Wingo and Alfaro and Handwalabana, like I want to see them develop. I want to see them play. I don't want to see them play for the Sounders. I want to see them get better. And if they mm-hmm. I mean, if they have to go on the road and play against the Las Vegas Lights and you know line up against Sammy Ochoa, like good. I want to see Alfaro line up against him. That's what I want to see. So I'm I'm good with those reserve guys getting time. I don't want them to be a PDL team playing in the usl that's yeah. not what i want i
1: i the, the 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 best summary i can give of what zach said was like the sounders too is currently constructed are developing but they're developing a culture of not winning games and that's bad yeah and yep. that the kids need to be hungrier and he talked about how like when he was with arsenal like he cleaned players boots and he um Yeah, you should just listen. I'm not log rolling, but like, you should just listen to the episode. Like, he he was really thoughtful thoughtful about this. Roll
3: that log, baby. Mm -hmm. Roll that beautiful No, I I agree with him. I agree with him. I want to see those guys become hungry and have to prove themselves, right? I remember Wingo came down and probably could have scored legitimately six goals in a game and i think he had two or three and you know what he played well he got player of the week or something like that and then Mm -hmm. he got moved up the next Mm -hmm. week like yeah i want to see that i want to see you go be hungry um prove yourself um take it seriously because it looked like he was taking it seriously and then that's how you get back up on the sounders roster and and i think maybe that's what you're saying zakawani's talking about too like go clean some boots and then prove to us you're hungry and you deserve this opportunity. Yeah. If
0: if the if the front office isn't going to take it seriously, then the players aren't going to take it seriously. If you're not going to have – if you're just treating it like a farm team, that's one thing. If you're actually trying to make the players develop and you're trying to build a competitive program that has loan capability up to the second team, then great. Do that. I, I Again, I, agree.
1: I don't have any inside knowledge, but I think that the Rainier's ownership group is – Wants to see more wins happen at
4: home oh, yeah. too, so oh, yeah. well, that's
2: good for business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they don't own the team, yep.
3: but you know, it, people can't. You our, know. our friend Casey can only do so much. Yeah. <laughs> with, oh yeah. With with losses out there on the field, and those games are fun. I think those games are fun legitimately <laughs> because of what he does. <laughs> the pumpkins. But he does a great job, man. He has so much fun, and like his energy is <laughs> contagious, and that's why those games are fun. <laughs> right? So
0: here's a here's a here's a friendly. Here's a, here's a point of trivia. If you bust 12 pumpkins on the concourse, that smell is terrible. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old or fresh the pumpkins are. It's going to waft over into the stands, and you're going to smell it. Nice. Thank you, Casey. Yeah. So two, two names were just dropped
2: that I'm actually looking forward to on S2 or S1 level. Tell me more. Buona, yep. Yep. because he has the balls and the ability to break people down one-on-one. And... Give Buona the ball more. And Wingo, yep. yeah, Wingo has yep. got. I like he's got him. wheels for days yep. and and he actually looks pissed. He looks like a guy yep. that that you know when he misses a tap-in. Well, we were at the game, I don't know, at the at the S2 game where he had he could have had like 3 or 4 goals, missed mm-hmm. a PK and that was the one he was yeah. more pissed about. Yep. Mm-hmm. But my man can just run and who knows
1: if he's even faster than than Jordan Morris. The Sounders haven't had a winger since Steve Zaccawani left and I would love to see Wingo get minutes on the left and Facts. get minutes on the left like those two have pace and sauce. So mm-hmm. that
2: could be the key to our four four two with
3: uh maybe uh, uh I don't know what this yeah, is. Bu- I'm doing. Juana's got some growing to do. He looked like a boy out there in the in the playoff game. He, he looked like a boy. He needs to than weights. Yeah. but w-
2: for sure. <laughs> One thing he has, uh, he's lifting those huge balls of his. Did you see his penalty? <laughs> oh,
3: no the doubt. The penalty he took. No like, doubt. Oh. Oh, that,
2: man. that was Jovan Woo. Jones-esque. And MLS Cup, I watched him bury that thing just like in the top <laughs> corner. And the, the keeper just had to look like, yeah, that was good.
3: Pa- Paul Pogba thought that was gutsy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so... um I am looking forward to those two specifically, Uh, and and this this, I know we started off really uh, uh, negative, but I I think if everybody that is here, you know, we can afford to send off some older players, and then and and Garth is one hundred percent kids. This like U seventeen team is
3: going to be the future. It's a, it's a good U-17 team, by the way.
1: But let's get them <laughs> was, up as fast teams, as possible. I
3: think I'm thinking of the right team that I saw play. They're, they're yeah. pretty good.
1: The future is quite bright for the Sounders. And like essentially, this was a year where we did rebuilding without taking a big step back. Like This is likely the end of the Clint Dempsey and likely the end of Osvaldo Alonso era, right? <laughs> and so the future is bright. If you're talking about players like Wingo and Buwana being depth players, Sam Rogers being another year away or two years away, mm-hmm. like it's... the, the, the the future for the Sounders is bright. Like, mm-hmm. uh, here's the thing: I if the Sounders don't get more points uh, next season than they got this season, then like there was a cataclysmic failure. Like, this roster is looking pretty good, honestly. Right uh, on. What do we do with Fry? Keep s- him. Start him
3: at goal. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> question. put him in. Bu- put him in bubble wrap. <laughs> he's
1: so.
2: been passed over for for Tam for Tam promotion. He can't get any more money from this
0: team. Start him at goal and that's that's is is, who's shopping for him
1: well I mean I don't know know, nobody if you like sandwiches I'll send him some Jimmy John's like I actually know Jersey Mike's Uh, Jimmy John's (laughs) hunts animals Um.
2: I hunt animals (laughs) at Jimmy John's
1: (laughs) just that uh, no, no. Fry, <laughs> Fry is the Sounders goalkeeper as long as he wants to be. And like, if Adrian wants to call a car dealership to get him a sponsorship deal and an endorsement, apparently, so like, yeah.
2: Volkswagen, Audi of the university, get that bitch, Alexis,
1: <laughs> like
0: well, no, whatever it's, it takes. Like, it's a
1: supplement that, like, no, but like, I, 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 understand why Fry would be mad with the situation. <laughs> I'm mad with the situation. But like, if if Fry is not on this team and we replace Fry with a league average keeper. Um, we don't. Make we're the play play. Well, that a League season. average
2: yeah. keeper is already on the roster, and Brian Meredith. Uh, he's that. He's that second. I don't think he's 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 he's, he's a backup. But I mean, I'll. I we talked about for selling us too quite a few times last year. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote down that that lurch that that Kelly Brown is probably washed. I'm ready for the next step, which is Muse Tyler. I <laughs> yeah,
1: is Tyler uh, Muse? Uh, I would say this: if the Sounders had. Antonella instead of Fry, uh, we are in much much worse shape we were this year. So yeah,
3: yeah. Fry is making about two fifty, seventy five, two eighty one. Okay, yeah,
2: not bad. Right, we need to we need to buy some of his artwork. Love you, Boo.
4: Okay,
3: whatever it takes. By the way, just just to open an old wound, uh, we paid Magnus Ikeram over five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> a year. Sorry, I can't let that go. How much was that per minute? <laughs> I actually, five hundred thousand dollars per minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so uh, by
1: the way, ikram is not a prolific goal scorer. He only has like twenty-four professional goals. But a he creator. He scored three this year since he went back to wherever they, in Mold. I think it is mm-hmm. day, You're I was
3: welcome. Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry, sorry, didn't mean to bring up that. No, you're fine. Still bitter. You're fine. All right. If Nate can bring up. The fact that he was left behind in a Hong Kong airport five years ago, I can bring up Magnus Wolfikram.
1: Look, so I had a bad
4: experience.
3: (laughs) I said, no salt.
1: I
4: had a bad experience.
1: (laughs) My name's Nate Bowling, Alaska Airlines MVP, and I fly Alaska to book your next trip. Go to alaskaairlines.com. Don't fly Delta.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And that was not a sponsorship. space. Nope. Because no. Spirit airline Alaska is Airlines Airlines does sponsor Channel 253 for the most part, but does not sponsor the Flounders B team because of a conflict of interest with Alaska Airlines and the Portland Timbers, which we hate. Alaska's
1: not the problem that relationship. No. Portland's
0: the problem. No, of course. Of course. But they just Actually, they make... Delta's
1: managed. the problem,
3: but I <laughs> I, I,
2: I just don't think they want to be associated with this show. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Southwest Airlines. I'm not sure I want to be associated with <laughs> the show at this point. Want to get away? <laughs> <laughs> you are now free, free to move to book book I of country. I
1: had a bad experience.
2: Ladies I said and gentlemen. No salt. It's, Shut, it's, it down, it Shut it down, Steve. Shut it down. It's
0: really good to be back. If you blamp one single fucking time, I'm going to smack you on your bald ass forehead. I've been Steve Kettleson. I've been Tim Hamilton. I'm Nate Bowling. Blamp, 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 blamp.
1: He already said his name. Well, but said it over I'm st- yours. I'm still Tim Hamilton.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm still Kevin Zamara. And
0: again, I'm Steve Kettleson. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounder's B-Team podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Uh, we come uh, every week, except when we don't. keep Talking over it, and Let's I am go. really happy to be back. Uh, it's been a couple months. We're really happy that you are still listening to us. Tell your friends, subscribe at floundersbeteam.com listen to all of the channel 253 podcasts at channel 253.com. Thanks, John Murphy. And I am out of here. Thanks, Rodrigo. Rodrigo,
2: Rod Gunnar, John if you, Murphy. If you name our two fans, is that going to help them listen?
0: I don't know. Perhaps it will.
1: You know, Tom Bureau's listening to. What up, Tom? Tom, what's up, baby?
0: We miss you. We're yeah. going to come see your show soon. This is Channel 253.
2: Wasted opportunity to to throw a joke in there. Let's have a long pregnant pause so that you can edit this out. I thought you weren't having kids. Stop it. <laughs> I see a lot of black kids in your future. <laughs>
1: no, I got the joke. I got the Fucking Steve. <laughs> leave that in. No. You have my blessings leave mm. that in. Yeah, leave that in. Leave that in. It's good. Bruh.